Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us. You can ask questions about the stories. You can submit your own fan art and we can all go like, oh my God, I can't believe they made it look so cool or whatever we say. And then also uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Last time on Dust World Neon City. I have this friend who has this condition. See, he, uh, he looks a lot like me. He's, uh, pale like me. An albino. Psychic. Um, but he's, uh, contracted this very mysterious, uh, attribute. Um, he doesn't have a head. How do you think he got like that? Maybe there's more to this situation than you really are understanding. So, um, what do you think if we just, uh, remove this pesky memory of what we may or may not have done. Hello, this is the speech-to-text device. How can I help you? Hey, uh, good buddy, it's me, Patches. I just wanted to say, uh, you know your buddy was supposed to show up, like, an hour, two hours ago? He never made it, so... Yeah, I don't know if you want to, like, go look for him, uh, or... Whatever, keep partying. It sounds like you got a sweet party going on there. 
dude. Nice. You have no idea. I certainly wish you could join us. Also, oh dear, this happened again. So as you walk in, you get a text from Patches, and it says simply, I think I know where your friend is. And a second later, a picture comes through, and it's a picture of a square, a shopping square market area not too far from here. And one of the stalls is being burst apart. And in the middle of this picture, there's a six foot tall lightning blue and white wolf with a whirlwind wrapping around it. Hello, I'm Paul Purnell, the DM of Dust World Neon City, an actual play podcast where we use a game, Dust World RPG, powered by the apocalypse, to tell an awesome narrative story. Roll the intro. Welcome to Neon City. It's crazy here. I'm telling you what, we got the smog's gonna choke you out. Have our cars flying at 100 miles an hour. We got radioactive light of the spires cooking your brains. We got the cutters, the slices, the mechs. And look at this guy. We got the psychomancer, Clarence Wells. He's a pit fighter amnesiac with the power to crush you with his single thought. We got over here, Dr. Andrew Miller, the philanthropist doctor who's gonna help you out. You just come to his door with your scraped knee, he gets you sorted. But secretly, he's got inside of him a parasite that wants to eat you. And over here, we got his right-hand man, Silent Monday. Dude don't talk, but he's got an LCD suit that pops up his thoughts with emojis and text. And he's got a sword that can cut through just about anything. And if that sounds like your cup of tea, well, then you're in the right place. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Dust World Neon City. So Monday, you walk into the bar knowing that Wolf just disappeared and was obviously probably abducted or at least attacked. And you get this message on your phone and it shows this crazy, like six foot tall, just massive, massive dire wolf with a whirlwind around it in the middle of this market street, just like having blown up this one particular shop. What do you do? Monday is going to rapidly march up to Miller and Clarence and Tuck if he's not too busy making a fool of himself. Oh, Tuck. Go, Tuck. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. That's right. That's what my mama say. That's what my mama say. I think uh, he's going to take one look at Tuck and kind of give him up as a lost cause. So you remember that guy you, whose arm you sewed back on Miller? Tex is going to pop up in front of uh, Miller there. Uh, Yeah, what about him? Monday's going to kind of hold up his hand and kind of project the picture that was sent to him of the uh, shocking blue and gray, uh, silver wolf on his palm to show Miller. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. You mean... You know, the one... He's a werewolf? Um, as payment for him assisting us, I may have been required to give him some crush. In the background, you hear... What? Why did you give... Why did you give him crush? He wasn't going to cooperate otherwise, and he was in the middle of a fix... Need for his fix. Doc, um finishes off his um, glass of whiskey and looks over to Clarence and says, listen, uh, Clarence, we're going to help you get your memories back, but uh, can you help us take care of this first? Monday's going to shoot a thumbs up. Clarence just nods along. Clarence just nods along as he continues to do the slight cha-cha motions. You can't (laughs) necessarily tell if he's dancing or agreeing with you, but he seems down with it. I'm going to I'm going to take that as a yes. Clarence continues to nod. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, then. Let's I, go. I think uh, Tuck kind of like jumps next to Clarence. He's like, yeah, we can totally help out. No problem. And he like kind of does the like hand fist in his hand like sort of situation. <laughs> also, Clarence is still wearing Tuck's big puffy like futuristic uh, Jawa jacket. Uh, I think it should really uh, listen. I, I want to make sure you stay safe. So why don't why don't just the three of us go and you stay here and uh, uh, party? Yeah, Monday's. Why don't you just stay here and party? Monday's gonna pop up the text. Yeah, man, keep the party warm for us. Oh come on, guys! I could be useful. I used to carry a really big axe or like hammer around for this guy, and he like picks up like a table and he's like holds it up in the air. He's like. I got muscles. Could be useful, I say, continuing to do the shot. Monday's going to look over to Miller, kind of a he, uh, Miller would kind of tell it's a questioning look on Monday's face from it. All right, come along. Woohoo! Let's All go. All right, let's do this. Time to get some uh, action. Time to, I can sing a song. You guys want me to sing a song? He's like, oh yeah. No, you know gonna what? Going to get a thing. Right, right, going to go. put anything a thing. Yeah, let's go. Okay, okay. I won't sing, I guess. Later. Gonna Monday will, put a Monday will thing point in it. another thing. Put a thing in another. Catch a thing. We're going to catch the thing. The wolf guy. We're going to catch. Monday's <laughs> going to like grab, kind of like grab Tuck behind the collar a bit. And then he's going to kind of point at him and say later. And then point back to the crowd that we kind of had whipped up. You start walking like ahead and like he's kind of like a little farther back. He's like, yeah, we're going to catch a guy. Clarence is just kind of cha-chawing along. And then he, <laughs> just then he, out the door, you know, kind of saying to himself, We are family. Da, 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 to be. Uh, and then Betcha. you find this arm around your neck, Clarence. And uh, and he, he like, it's Tuck. And he's like, quick, selfie. And he like snaps a picture of you, of you two. But you're like. He doesn't like wait for you to pose or anything, so it's just like this weird picture of like one of your eyes closed and like you know, uh, like the surprise of like you're taking a picture of me. And he's like, looks at it, he's like, perfect, another one, that's great. Yeah, so you guys uh, leave. You're gonna head straight there. Yeah, post haste. Okay, so you guys hoof it. It's raining. It's nighttime. Uh, you know the sound of the fast moving hover cars because essentially like. Everywhere there's a walkway uh, is kind of like a skyways. They create the platforms that people will walk on because every level, like every few levels or stories of a building, there'll be another one of these sort of platforms with walkways going across, you know, the street where the hover cars are, but the hover cars will be above and below that walkway, um, kind of like overpasses. So there's all these like foot, foot bridges and overpasses and everything. And so you guys beeline it. And uh, and you make it to this square, which is, you know, kind of in between a couple of buildings, sort of like a wider uh, road almost where above is still hover cars. But this lower area is kind of this marketplace. So the whole area is just like all these stands, almost like a flea market. The, the stands are, you know, everything from like like a shop that looks like it was put together and is like a f- actual thing with like you know, an, an overhang and everything to like, there's like a shops that look like they took trash to build their stall. And <laughs> it's just like, 
you know, piece of like random siding from one of the buildings that was nearby and like things like that. And so it's just all sorts of gamut, the whole gamut here. Is there an old man clutching the remains of a wooden cart yelling, my cabbages? I was just thinking that. Uh, yeah, he's like, my cyber cabbages. All these like crushed holograms of cabbages are flickering in and out. <laughs> It's it's just like uh like little discs and it like projects a cabbage. He's like my cabbages. How could you? Anyway, uh, and then in the background you hear screaming and uh, and you see things like flying in the air, like being whipped around in sort of a whirlwind pattern. You can't see where it's coming from, but you see the whirlwind kind of above these market stands and like just papers and garbage and junk is just like floating around like the cow and twister just all all around this thing. I forgot to ask, what exactly are we doing again? We got to chase down Wolf. It seems that uh, Monday here decided it would be a good idea to give him some crush. And uh, it seems that he's mutated into some sort of, you know, wolf creature. I, 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 I guess I'm not really sure what you call it. I guess a werewolf, but I mean, that's silly. Werewolves don't exist. Monday is going to kind of shoot a look over to Miller like, oh, like you wouldn't know. Why is the word werewolf coming to my mind? Doesn't matter. You're about to see the Psychomancer outside the arena. Ooh, I'm so excited. Do something magical. Who said that? It's, it's me, clear. Oh, Oh, <laughs> and I, I like turn around a little bit and they Did you stare. forget me already? I wasn't, I'm, I haven't been dead that long. I, I honestly didn't think you were much of a fan. Oh, yes. It is really cool what you do for all of our kind. I, I still can't tell if you're making fun of me or not. No, this is, this is how I sound when I'm being authentic. Oh boy. This is going to be an interesting summer. <laughs> so, I just, uh... Wait, hold on. I hear a song coming through your mind. Summer waves, summer waves. What is what is this? Stop it. We're just going to go stop a wolf. Very well. I think I have a new power for you. What if you shot it? With psychic power. That's what I was going to do that one time, but you stopped me. Sure, we'll give it a shot. Um, you guys continue to walk towards the screaming, I imagine. Um, Doc is going to go towards the sound. Um, he's going to, um, while, you know, if they duck down an alleyway, he's going to separate part of Grin from him so that he can start looking ahead and start and uh, seeing what's ahead of them. If he can see the wolf. Okay. Are you just doing the, um, your search party one? I think at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're just going to send in the, the Grin drones. Okay. (laughs) Or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, so yeah, as you're like running, um, how do you signal Grin that you want to do this? They're in an alleyway, let's say, and Doc stops and he kind of is like, you know, we could be working a lot more efficiently. And he says to Grin, he says, Grin, uh, split off for me and go ahead. See if you can find the wolf quickly. Sure. That sounds like fun. 
and you feel this pain in your stomach. And as you're running, all of a sudden you're like seized up. You can't run anymore. And uh, and you just get this urge to like uncover and see what the hell is happening. Um, and his eyes and mouth move to your stomach and he goes, I'll be right back. And then all of a sudden, like this huge mass of your body just falls off. It like oozes off of you. And as it hits the ground, it becomes this squid creature, but it forms two of its uh, its legs, like its tentacles turn into like more solid legs and the same in its back. So it's kind of got like the the lamprey mouth at the front of it with two sort of like almost dog or cat like legs in the front. And then the kind of pointy part that's normally the top of a squid kind of becomes the back, like almost like a tail. And then uh, the extra tentacles kind of like just curl up underneath it so that it looks almost like a dog. And it has like the weird squid eyes kind of on the side uh, moving towards where the sort of head would be. And he's like, this ought to be fun. And he just scampers off. Doc looks at his two friends and he's like, I didn't know it was going to be that bad. But Grin can help us out. All right. Yeah. So what do you guys say when you see this? Yeah. This horrifying event. Or do you guys just keep running? Like, did you guys just keep running and not stop? And then like he just like is like huffing and then puts his hand on the wall (laughs) in the alley like he's catching his breath and all of a sudden his guts fall out. I'm going to say Monday notices, but he's just not going to comment on it yet and focus on the giant silver werewolf that's currently flipping around with a bunch of wind. So uh, I guess you don't have to deal with that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Doc is like, all right. More questions to talk to Miller about. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, it scampers off. Uh, You're a little bit behind everyone now, Miller, but your dog is pretty fast. And so it makes its way into the stalls and crowds. And you definitely hear screaming from that direction, too, because it is horrifying. Um, So Silent Monday, you're first on the scene uh, with all that quickness you got. And uh, in front of you, there's now four or five stalls and they've been smashed. And there are three guys in hazmat suits with uh, with like those poles to catch like wild animals and like the loop at the end but the loop is made out of like lasers Hmm. and also of course the wolf is just like every time it howls like wind just whips up around it and just starts like kicking stuff everywhere I think Monday's not going to hesitate here I think he's going to run up onto the top of a car and kind of flip into the scene, kind of deliver a kick to draw its attention, to draw a wolf's attention. Okay, cool. Are you facing danger? So you're not trying to hurt him. Yeah, just just yeah, getting okay. his attention and facing danger. Ten, nice. Oh yeah. So yeah, you you spring in and you look super dope in your like patched up jacket. You do a cool flip, and then suddenly it's like an anime moment where you do one of those kicks where you're like. One leg is tucked underneath the other one, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like lightning strikes right behind you so that you just like look so cool uh, and you kick him right in the face and he like slides back because it's raining. And so it's like for that moment, you were so fast, like the the droplets are like slow, like kind of time slows as you kick him and he slides back and the water's like rippling in slow motion. And it looks super dope. Um, he is definitely focusing on you for sure. 
Monday's going to take a sec to do the little come hither motion. Nice. Like from the Matrix. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, yeah. And right as that happens, Clarence, you you're you're pretty slow. So you like make it up behind him. Maybe you put your hand on him to like kind of like find a place to steady yourself as you're like breathing heavy uh, and it's raining out probably pretty uncomfortable especially since you've probably never seen rain maybe ever um i'll let you be the decision like decide that <laughs> all right i am going to try and do side blast okay do it so i i reach into my mind and i get a hold of clear i say and i think clear's like i want to battle too and then you feel i'm kind of like pushing forth Hmm. This can only end well. Let's see what happens. It's gonna fail. That failed hard. Yes! Holy crap. Yes! 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 Cypest <laughs> is back, baby! Yes! This has never worked, has it? You did fail. Oh my uh, god, you have no idea my relationship is, uh, with the move Psy Blast. To be fair, Clear has never actually used this move on anybody. So I think what happens is you feel clear like becoming energy in your body and you just feel this sort of like desire to take and uh and then he forces himself sort of into your hand and you feel this energy welling up as you hold your hand out and i feel like you're probably like i don't know i guess i just point it this way um i make like the little finger hand gun motion <laughs> like say, do you haku show yeah Okay, sure. And as you do that, uh, you feel this energy surge out of you and it starts to move. And then for a second, you see Clear's face like in this energy and he looks over and he's like, what's that? And then the energy just takes a left turn and blows up a whole stand. Um, And you see like Clear over there reading magazines as they're like falling through the air. Clear, you don't get out much, do you? He just looks at you and waves. <laughs> also, what magazines? Uh, I found Psychics of the Month. It's It looks quite interesting. Oh, it sounds boring. Nobody had, knows anything that we don't already. But maybe we could learn about our brothers and sisters. Or we could learn about chess. Or we could win this battle. We could do that. Okay, I'll be back in five minutes. Oh, for God's sakes, it is me. Is this what dealing with me is like? This is terrible. Now I understand. <laughs> Uh, as that's happening, Miller, you come up on the scene. Um, also, your uh, your squid dog is already there. What do you want him to do? I, I guess here's a quick aside. And um, so for for the audience, uh, Miller has a move called partner in crime. It says a large portion of your parasite can move independently from you. Explain what it looks like. Uh, it has your moves and stats and a minus two for looks. It can attack, and it's gross. Uh, it has a three harm capacity, so if it gets hurt um, more than three harm, it's essentially dead. Uh, it can attack for two harm intimate, because it can bite, essentially. Um, I think because it also gets your parasite partner stuff, uh, it could also you know, do the um, hold them down so you can add restraining and that sort of thing, because um, it gets all of your moves. And then uh, if it dies, you take three harm yourself and a minus one ongoing until you can recover essentially. Um, 
So you did describe you wanted some kind of like crazy dog. We've sort of built the narrative that his his sort of like look is always sort of these this crazy kind of reddish pink squid related sort of thing. Um, so when he's out, do you want to give him commands? Like, and then I just do whatever it is, but I do it sort of with his motivations. Or do you want to kind of like say more of what he's doing? Um, um, so Doc is going to roll up on the scene um, and he sees the wolf wreaking havoc. He looks over and sees Clarence destroy like a magazine rack or something. <laughs> no, He's a, whole, like, a whole stand, like a magazine. A whole stand. Just, okay. Uh, he he he's temporarily distracted by the destruction of the magazine stand, but then he says, um, "Uh, grin, go over there and hold him down. We need to talk to him for a minute." Hello players, it's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire and the keeper of Dust World RPG, as well as I play Lucas in Strangers in the Pines. I'm just here to let you know that we have just released a free one-page RPG called The Christmas Special. It's a game about playing Christmas movies, essentially. So if you love Christmas movies, you love The Grinch, you don't love Christmas, you can blast it. It's kind of up to you and the keeper whoever's running the game the dm so it's really simple you print it out you and your friends and you can create mayhem for christmas or you can save it it's up to you but we just released it so if you're interested in getting that just head on over to our website and click the download link so that's all for now i hope you are enjoying the show and we'll get on with it so back to the show play on He's going to direct him to attack, but um, add restraining to the attack. The um, One of Doc's moves uh, for his creature feature is he can hold down so he gets to add uh, restraining to attacks. Okay, great. So, he, yeah. There so, you go. So go ahead and roll Clash. So that's a mixed success. Mm-hmm. So I deal my harm, and I would assume that he's restrained. And I can pick between they inflict harm on me or I find myself in a bad spot. I would like to find myself in a bad spot. That sounds really interesting. Okay, so as your squid dog starts making his way over there, um, you know, he has these extra tentacles underneath his belly, um, the way I described it. And they kind of move themselves up towards its head, like what would be its head, which is really just like a lamprey mouth. And then they whip open and so it looks really kind of weird and as they do uh because its attention is drawn on um on monday it kind of jumps up to try and get them but at the last second the wolf like whips its head around and actually like catches it the whole thing in its mouth but the tentacles are outside of its mouth because they're like on the side of it and so they end up wrapping around its body and kind of like grabbing onto the ground and so it's like stuck in this spot but it's got the the whole thing in its mouth um and yeah and so that's what's happening it can't quite bite down on it because it's got like its little arms and legs sort of holding its mouth uh from closing oh shoot uh hang in there grin hang in there i'll be right there this is 
so disgusting. Uh, they, what? Uh, all right. You know what? That that's what's disgusting. Really? All right. Well, hang on a sec. I'll be right over there. Um. So you uh, can still attack. It's like having a oh, okay. second player essentially. Okay. He's gonna try to talk to the wolf. He's gonna try to calm him down. Uh, would he know anything about as a well medical person in Neon City? Would he know anything about what Crush does to someone? Um, I don't know. Have do you feel like you've investigated it enough to know? I mean, you've heard I the tales of like... The, like of crazy animals going wild, and I think even Hanzo's kind of put it on you guys' radar. But this other uh, task popped up, and so it was more important to them. I feel like he would probably, uh, in that case, he would probably know rumors. So then he's still going to try to get him to calm down and see if at least they can get him in a way that they can help him. Uh, I don't know, try to restrain him or something. So he's going to try to talk to talk him down. Mm hmm. And he, he holds, Doc holds up a hand uh, behind him to kind of indicate to his friends that, well, they should just hold off for a second. And Doc says, hey, Wolf, uh, you remember me? It's uh, Doc Miller. I helped you uh, stitch your hand back up. You think maybe we can talk about this and you can stop uh, destroying the city and stuff? And he's just trying to, like, use his tongue to get Grin out of his mouth. Uh, his eyes, you can see this kind of pinkish, uh, almost like a glow, but it's more of like a reflectiveness to it. Um, and, like, his eyes are full on, like, wolf eyes. Uh, also, as you get close, you feel there's this, like, uh, constant wind pushing off of off of this, like, massive... It's like a dire wolf, like... You know, the its back is about six feet tall. Like its head is is massive, big enough to put a small dog, like actually a medium-sized dog, in its mouth. Doc, you know, not, imperceptibly, his legs shaking, he he dares to move closer, and he says, "I know this isn't you. You need to relax, so that we can help you get back to not being a giant wolf creature." All right, you need to relax, calm down. Okay, so there's a few ways this could go. Um, yes, <laughs> I like, and you guys can can kind of weigh in on this as well. But I don't think you can actually talk someone out of crush. Like you can sort of still them for a moment oh, and then okay. sedate them. Um, but like the crush has to wear out of your system. Um, and I, I think probably this is something that uh, Miller could could infer because like drugs don't just disappear, you know. So like even if someone is having a bad trip, like they still have to go through the whole thing. Maybe we can say in that case, we'll still have that scene where Doc is trying to get closer to him. Mm -hmm. But maybe behind his back, he he is. He has the parasite and he can help him, uh, you know, get the parasite inside him and, and try to get him to go to sleep. Okay. You know, 
instead of killing him. Sure. Um, or, you know what I mean. Do you want to take that use infection move then? Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. Yeah. Okay. When you infect someone uh, or something, you can use the infection to create certain effects. When you want to use infection, roll plus looks. Essentially, you're trying to convince your parasite to do what you want. Um, you can control any number of zombies that you infect. So if you infect the undead, uh, you can control them. Um, there's also a uh, one of them, the Crypt Keeper, lets you actually control or infect already dead bodies. So you can make zombies, essentially. Uh, so you're going to roll and then you get a pick two uh, on a 10 plus one on a seven to nine and one on a miss, but you lose control at the worst possible time. Okay, so go ahead and roll plus looks and we'll see what happens. So I think- Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still get to it, pick one. Okay. Um, so he's currently got a huge chunk of the parasite in his mouth. It takes no effort for Grin to infect him. Um, how does this happen though? Or do you like yell to Grin to do this? Or like how do you how do you get this across? Yeah. He's gonna say uh he gets closer to Grin and he reaches out his hand to try to throw more of the parasite at him and he says, Grin, now I need to I need control. Okay. Um yeah, so one of the, the choices is you can control them temporarily or leave a false memory. So obviously just controlling them temporarily works pretty good. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't think you have to throw anything because you've got a whole squid dog in his mouth. Like, doesn't doesn't get closer than that. Oh, and, okay. Right. And he's got organ thieves, so he can actually, like, kind of move past skin easily, um, which is what organ thief lets the parasite do. Um, right. Yeah, so it's in his mouth. You say, like, Grin, you know, take control of him or whatever. Yeah. And you yeah. just hear, like, oh, finally, a decent plan. And you see the thing start wiggling in his uh, in his mouth. And then um, suddenly his mouth's able to close. And the tentacles that were holding him down kind of, like, fall off on the ground and kind of, like, wiggle. Uh, and then a second later, you see the wolf eyes have turned into squid eyes. And he sits down. All right. All right. Um, gentlemen, uh, we have control for a few minutes. Uh, what exactly is the plan here? Oh, I have a plan. And I make the little shooty gun thing again. We're going to not. <laughs> okay. We're do not it. killing him. This is going on Monday's kind of looking at Miller like, what the hell? Okay, okay, Holy all crap. right, so let me set the scene. Yeah, well, it's amazing what Clarence can do. Clarence has failed enough with Cyblast. He knows. He knows. <laughs> so, Clarence's like, well, it's hard to manipulate a gun, Clear. Let me show you how it's done. And I kind of visualize a chess piece, specifically a pawn, and kind <laughs> of flick it. As if I'm flicking it forward on a board. Okay. And flick it in the direction towards our dude here. Mm-hmm. And uh, that will uh, pick one, eh? I'm aiming for the weak spot. Okay. So you get an additional plus one armor. As you, like, reach your hand out to, like, grab this mental uh, 
chess piece pawn, all of a sudden, like, where clear is, all of his, like, uh, sort of astral form is getting pulled into your hand until you're holding a chess piece with a little clear face on it. And then you just stomp it on top of uh, the wolf's head or whatever, sort of in the psychic realm. And when it hits the wolf, like, you see the wolf kind of, like, smash his head down into the ground. Uh, everyone just sees only the wolf moving. Like, Clarence, like, acts like he's moving a chess piece, and then the wolf, like, smashes his head into the ground. Um, and he, he, like, definitely howls really loud. And then uh, from uh, Miller, Clarence, you hear this voice. What the hell? Why did you attack me? Oh, that was just an added bonus. Anyway, I believe this is called check. Not mate, but certainly check. Uh, so, Silent Monday, you see all of this. What do you do? Monday is going to do a kind of quick little twirl and then just kind of drive the back of the sword. Well, first, let me actually roll clash. Okay, that's decent. Okay, so you got a seven and nine. Yeah. Uh, on Clash, so you get to pick, uh, they inflict harm on you, uh, or you find yourself in a spot, and you also inflict your harm. In this case, you're trying to knock him unconscious. Right. So, he's just gonna walk up and kind of just, like, try and bap him in the back of the head while he's sitting there. I'm going to assume Grin does not like this and might retaliate. So, uh, yeah, you smack the, the thing really hard. You're very, quite strong. Um, uh, did Tuck Tuck came with you guys? I think mm-hmm. Tuck is probably slow too. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you hit hit this guy, and then a tentacle comes out of out of its mouth and smacks you, and it doesn't hurt you like very much, like maybe one. But I think you have armor. Do you have yep. armor? Well, um, armor duster, yeah, as well as being able to use the Iron Monk ability. Yeah. So you take one uh, harm, and you go flying and land in another like stand. Uh, but the, the wolf is like kind of laying on the ground and you hear a voice coming from Miller again. Ouch. Why is everyone keep hitting me? It's me. I've got the wolf. Stop attacking me. And, uh, at the same time, Tuck comes up behind you and he like looks over at you, Miller. And he's like, Oh, I didn't know you were British. What? Oh, you guys already got the wolf. And, uh, and he like walks over and picks up like a mailbox like a massive, massive mailbox, and he walks over and smashes it right on top of the wolf's head. <laughs> Grin is not having and a good day. <laughs> and and I just, just say, what's a Briton? And uh, and you just hear, uh, like, a voice inside of Miller's shirt go, oh, god damn it, son of a... Oh, ouch. Uh, and Miller, you suddenly feel a lot of pain in yourself too like like someone kicked you super hard in the stomach (laughs) Uh, um falls to the ground kind of um it hurt but it also took him by surprise so he's like wait wait guys guys stop stop attacking the wolf stop you're you're hurting me you're hurt you're hurting us wait what and he he turns around (laughs) he's like got something else big in his hands like ready to smash the wolf I know we're smashing oh, hold wolves. On. No, 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 no. Listen, there's uh Well, I don't really have time to explain it right now, but I'm uh, connected with the wolf on a physical level. Uh, just don't, just don't attack it anymore. You got physical we with the to... wolf? No, Weird. I didn't. D- damn it! No, I didn't. 
Well, he is Listen. a doctor. Doctors do do physicals. Oh, that, that makes sense. I'm saying the background for some reason Monday is just kind of mirroring uh, Tucker's move or Tuck's movements, just to mess with, just to just to just to make that scene that much more surreal. Uh, also, you're like climbing out of this this stand that you broke into when you got flipped. Yeah, uh, I think when you when the the mailbox comes off the head of the wolf, you see just like red a red jello like substance kind of just oozing out of the wolf's mouth. Doc says, um, "Listen, I all you need to know is that the wolf is under my control. It's linked with me on a." Uh, let's just call it a psychic level. So anytime you hurt it, I get hurt too. So can we maybe stop hitting it for five minutes? Yes, that would be quite nice. You guys suck. No, I, I think I'm pretty good, actually. I, I think I think I've thoroughly well up the wolf. We need... Uh, and Doc kind of stands up shakily and he says, um, we need some way to knock it out so that this crush or whatever it is can get out of his system. What oh, do you I think we've been doing? I think well, it's fine. Gonna... It's fine. Just tie it up. Why don't you just tie it up? Put it in a yeah. box. Just stop hitting it. I think just to be yeah. vindictive, uh, money is going to like smack him one more time. Ow. Damn it. Well, this is getting us exactly nowhere. So let's get some kind of. Okay, Clarence, you got psychic powers, right? No. You yes, know what? I have I'm getting psychic real, powers. real. You know what? This is not the time or the place. Can you, I don't know, telekinesis something to wrap him up? Telekinesis something? Monday's going to point to some nearby sheet metal. And kind of point towards the wolf, kind of with a question mark appearing on his chest. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think you're just being difficult on purpose, and frankly, it's getting old real fast. You killed someone, so don't really care, but sure, I'll get it done. Alright. <laughs> How'd I do? You got an eight. Uh, one option, take one harm. Uh, an object becomes a bullet. Let's finish this out for good now. Um, you you have fine control over something. Yep. That's fine. Uh, so like a big piece of sheet metal or whatever. A, mm-hmm. a sewer, sewer grate comes up and like bends around him, uh, making a restraint. Um, yeah. I do get a nosebleed off this. And then I look up. It's like, are you satisfied? You mean in general or just with this situation? You know what? Yeah. You know what, kid? You did fine. And frankly... You know I'm 20, right? You you can lay off the kid thing a bit. I mean, obviously he's like a grandpa, so... Yeah. We're all kids to him. I mean, he's like as old as... One of those funny uh, lizard you know, things, right? That like you know what you know supposedly what? That's, walks that's, the earth. All right, that's not necessary. That's one, not necessary. One day, no. Yeah. All right. You know what? And he like puts his hand up towards Monday to like try and get a high five. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so you guys uh, wrap him up. Like a few minutes later, uh, I think police, uh, which are called peacekeepers, and a few drones show up. Um, you can hear like the sirens kind of as they come this way. 
um, Miller and Monday, you guys are licensed uh, to work with peacekeepers, so you're not too worried. Um, so yeah, one of the um, the like lower level peacekeepers walks up. So what exactly is going on here? Uh, we got should we get animal control? What's what's this? Uh, I think my friends and I have taken care of the situation. You just need to get him somewhere, put him in a really secure area, and give him time to uh, to get the crush out of his system. He's a crush user. Whoa, 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 whoa. But, uh, Hold on. How, how did you guys take care of this? You guys authorized to do this? We did it very carefully. Citizen's arrest. Uh, I think. Do you, you got a license? Uh, yeah, Doc shows him the license. Ah, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I see you work with Hanzo. He, like, kind of yeah. uses his band to scan it. Uh, okay, great, guys. We'll get him on the truck. So you say he's got a crush. Is he OD'd? Why the hell is he a giant wolf? Uh, you would know more about that than I would. Uh, but, uh, I'm not listen. on narcotics. Monday's going to kind of push Miller aside and kind of just pop up on text kind of what he knows about Crush. Okay, what does he know? Why don't you roll? We actually haven't rolled this one much. Uh, Tell of Legends, and it's whenever you want to know what information your character might know about something, um, you can roll this, and then uh, you can know about it. And then also on a miss, it says uh, the keeper will ask, what terrible fact do you know about it? It's true. So go ahead and roll uh, brains. It's a brains roll. Roll me them brains. Oh, too bad, Monday. Um, First fail. I wonder if I should uh, pop a point here. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what terrible fact do you know about Crush? That unless put into a comatose-like state, like say that a dream cafe can do, and they will not, uh, they will not be able to properly completely uh overcome the addiction yeah overcome the addiction they have to be in a comatose state hence why he was sending him to the dream cafe yeah so you tell the the guy this um and uh as he's walking away you see uh he gets like a little beep on his uh on his brace and then he looks at it and then he looks back over at you guys um Clarence, because you can read minds, I will allow you to roll Surveyor Surroundings to pick up on his thoughts. What is about to happen and what here is not what it appears to be? Actually, you know what? Let's hedge a bet and say what is about to happen and what's my best way to escape? <laughs> Smart. <laughs> um, okay, so would you say this is on purpose? Like you see him turn back towards you and you're like curious. You try to figure out what he's thinking or is it more of a reflex kind of both okay so what you hear is uh is okay that's the guy huh i better go pick him up he's like starts typing and he says eyes on contact send back up so that's it for this episode of dust world neon city Thanks for listening, and don't forget to check out our mailing list and our website, therpgempire.com, where you can connect with us, get merch, and even download games. Talk to you soon.